to to get my stuff squared because, away in the morning because you don't need to burn the candle you don't need to break the candle in half and burn it at both ends after. dude i could do six i just don't I know, have the I know. time to do six that's the, i mean you have you have you have the time you just have to get just up cut earlier and you know you cut it close and yeah. you're already up early and you yeah, yeah. like it's it's one of those things like no no, no no i'm running five miles a day like i'm it's good, good. I'm good. good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Dude, exactly. most people most people don't even run, you know, one or two or three miles a day. You're running five? Yeah. You're killing it, bro. Yeah. I'm, but it, that's the thing, right? It's the it's part of who I am. So let's mm-hmm. let's before we go into that tangent, I mean, today's uh episode is about where can you advertise your podcast, right? And because we've been doing this for so long, because we started off with a podcast that nobody listened to except for mom. Because we started off at the beginning and we tried so many different things. Um, now I can sit here and tell you, hey, this worked really well and this didn't work so hot. <laughs> like that's really what it comes down to. So nine hundred and twenty-eight episodes and and booked coming out ten up weeks on in four advance. Years. Coming up on four years and we're booked out ten weeks in advance, right? That's the that's to me, that's the shining star. Because I've gotten good this is at setting an appointment. Setting the appointment. Like, I don't know how many entrepreneurs out there have a struggle with getting prospects to sit down and talk with them, right? Like, that is tough. We, you and I have talked about, um, especially lately, setting up a marketing advertising campaign or, or program for insurance agents on how to set the appointment. Like, how do you get connected with other business owners and have a conversation with them and establish a relationship and I, I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, I, I do that every day. I, I literally connect with business owners every single day. So I teach an insurance agent how to do that using podcasting. So if you're in the podcast space, you're wondering how to get my podcast out there. There are a few things, a few, a few disclosures, a few warnings that I got to give you ahead of time, right? Warning number one, during COVID especially, there were a lot of people who started a podcast. But podcasts fade. Like, the podcast fade thing is like a legit thing. Most people mm-hmm. won't need more than 12 episodes. Most podcasts don't last more than 12 episodes. Like, 12 episodes and they're done. Why? Because life happens. They have, you know, all of a sudden, the podcast isn't the priority either day. Other things in life are. So, you know, it gets skipped once, it gets skipped twice. Yeah, it's gone. Or they thought. They were going to be the next Joe Rogan in five episodes and nobody's listening to their podcast. And so they quit or they thought they were going to make a ton of money and they've done it for a month and there's no revenue coming in. They're like, yeah, screw this. Mm-hmm. So disclosure, it's not the easiest gig to do. Becoming super famous or generating that huge audience is not the easiest thing in the world, right? It does require some time. It does require some effort. You got to get in the trenches and do some of this work and life will always happen like if you're gonna if you're gonna decide to do this as your as the way you grow your business as the way you connect with prospects then buckle up dude there's no different than phone calls uh, cold calls no different than door knocking is no different than any other networking and prospecting strategy you have to decide that this is your method and boom you can go out there and do it right like and stick to it so 
full disclosure at the beginning, right? I'm not, I don't have a magic pill. I don't have the, the answer, the one website, the one click, the one marketing campaign that's gonna make all the difference in the world. I wish I did, but I don't. But I'm gonna share with you guys our experience so far, right? This is how we've grown the podcast and how we've advertised and the stuff that we've done. The very first thing we did um, was we decided that we went from James and I doing the podcast and having conversations on business topics. Yawn. Which was okay. It was, come on. It was okay. It was, it was okay. Getting, it was, it was, it was it getting was used to being behind the mic, dude. Right? right. It, it, like, was, like, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was, fine. <laughs> it was okay. We weren't gonna, it wasn't going to be successful if we kept doing that, let's just say. Right, <laughs> for sure. So for we sure. we transitioned. We decided we were going to do some interviews, and so we reached out to a couple people. But the magic, the magic in doing the interviews, was what we asked at the end of the interview, right before we went off air, right before we stopped recording. There was a question that we asked that was the magic, and the question was simple: Who do you know? That would be a great guest on the pod. That would be a great guest to be on this pod. Who do you know? And this was, mind you, this is being recorded. We weren't live back then, right? This is, this is, we, before we had live. Oh, you're right. We weren't live yet. This was recorded. So at the very least, we had that person on the record calling someone out, right? Saying, hey, I think, you know, John Smith would be a great podcast guest. You, I'll connect you with him, right? So right off the bat, referrals were the best way for us to do it. Because you guys got to think of it like this, right? The reason why a podcast is so beneficial for you as a business owner is because number one, you are creating content. Like you are literally hopping on this thing and creating audio content, which you can transcribe to create, you know, written content, which you record with video. Now you got video content, you got distribution amongst different places. So you went from being invisible or barely visible to now having a plethora of content. I use the word plethora. You like that? Plethora. I like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> a plethora of content that you could put out there. So our, my pitch at the very beginning, when we first started podcasting, when I would invite somebody to be on the show was, Hey, I got this podcast. Um, I, I'm hoping, you know, you'd be interested in a guest. And at the end of the episode, I will give you the full audio for you to use however you like. Cause we didn't even do video at the time. Right. But literally, our value prop was we're going to give you content that you can use on whatever you want. It's our gift to you. We still do that to this day. When a guest comes on our show, I tell them, look, our show is designed to sell. We have little cutscenes in here. The reason why we have the cutscenes is because when you do post-edit stuff, you're going to look for the cutscenes and you know the question that comes right after that. You know what you're going to say. You can use that content for your social media because mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. end of the episode, we will give you the full audio and the full video. It's our gift to you. It's the value that we bring up front. We're literally bringing value by creating content with them, right? So number one, ask. Ask who would be the best guest for this show. And the cool thing that happened, by the way, you remember this, Sam? We went from interviewing, like, you know, a few little people to jumping up to magazine oh owners. gosh, yeah. To CEOs, to top I producers. That. <clears throat> everyone yep. wants to, to bring somebody that they well, find... Yes, right. Part. Somebody that they look up to, somebody that they want to connect with. They're like, "Hey, I just went on this cool podcast, dude. You should get on it. Like, I think you have so much knowledge, skill. Your product is whatever it is. The situation is, you should definitely be on that show." Yeah. Ask. 
right? Number one is you got to ask. So by the way, we continue to ask very similar questions, but I'll, I'll get to that. The last question we asked is a testimonial, and I'll tell you how we use that one. Right, so yeah, I like it. I like the hook. Right, number one, number one was ask. Um, the next thing we started doing was I started connecting with people on specific podcast sites. Actually, you know what? Let me let me bring that back a little bit. Second thing I did was I spent a lot of time on social media in the comment section. So I would go to people who were already big influencers, right? And and. I, to, to be fair, I didn't like go to Tony Robbins and then go to his DMs and try to invite him. I, I didn't. I probably should have. I didn't. Same thing with Gary Vee. I didn't drop into his DMs and try to invite him. I, that's not true. Gary Vee, I did. But he didn't respond. Um, <laughs> right? But what I did do was I would go on these people, these big people's social media posts, and they would make a post, and there would be 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 comments. And literally, I would go down and read the comments and comment on every comment. And that's what I would do for hours on end. I did it on Twitter. I remember that. I did it on Instagram. And what would happen is I would start conversations with entrepreneurs who had a very similar mindset. I knew what they were thinking because they're listening to Tony Robbins. I knew what they were thinking because they were listening to Gary Vee or listening to David Goggins or whatever it was. I knew where their mindset was. So I listened to those same people and I could comment on things that were relevant to both of us. And then I would invite them on the show. So that was hard work in the beginning to get somebody to come on the show. We got good at, I got pretty good at that. Started to grow our social media following, started to grow our channel a little bit. Uh, and then we moved into this other phase. And this is when I noticed that podcast agents began to reach out to us, right? They're like, hey, I have a client who is trying to promote XYZ company, whatever it is. Um, we would love for them to be on your show. Right? And I'm like, dude, I would love to have this person on my show. Of course I would. And so they would send me someone over and I'd give them the booking link and they'd book and they'd be a guest on the show. Well, there are lots of podcast agents out there because if you want to get your message out, you get it out through distribution. One of those methods is podcasts. Now, not every podcast has a large audience. If some podcasts have small audiences, some of them have big audiences, but it doesn't matter because as you're going out and talking to these people, your message is now starting to get out to more and more people. And you only really need to make the connection with that one person who turns around and buys with you, right? That's really what it's about. So you got to get your message out in front of more people as often as you possibly can. So I started to make relationships with these podcast agents. I would let them know via email, hey, this guest is awesome. Uh, you know, if you have any more, I'd love to send them over. My criteria is they need to be an entrepreneur. Other than that, like, pretty open. Send me whoever you want. Make me your number one choice to come over. Right. And here's the thing is, is as people were, you know, as they were sending us people, some of them were like hesitant at first. And so I started thinking in my mind, how do I make the show better? Right? How do I make it so that when a guest leaves, they're like, that was awesome. Hmm. Right? Now we got to the point where every guest that comes on, they're like, dude, I've been on 20 podcasts, 30 podcasts, 50 podcasts. Dude, you guys are, are like up here. There's no other podcast yep. like it. Yep. Right? That's a practice skill. Ladies and gents, like, listen to episode one. I promise you it's nothing like this. I have zero energy. There's no music. Um, it's, it's bad. It's bad. But <laughs> we all start somewhere. We all start somewhere. So podcast agents. <clears throat> then I had a guest by the name of Ali Awad. I, oh, I a him, personal yeah. injury attorney out mm -hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. And he came on the show and 
said a couple things that have stuck in my mind for a long time. Number one thing he said was not everyone is meant to be in your life forever. You're, it's, a, it's a revolving door. People come in your life, make an impact, and then you never see them again. And you should kind of do the same thing. And he basically what he's saying is, you know, tell me who your friends are. I'll tell you who you are. Surround yourself with the people that you need to surround yourself with to be successful. Number one. And then number two, he made a comment. He said, dude, your guys' podcast is awesome, but not enough people know about you. He said, I don't know anything about your personal finances, but I can tell you one thing. You are not spending money on yourself. And that was like a dagger to the side. I was like, ooh, you right, dude. Like, you Damn. are 100% right. Damn. I'm Why you got to call me out like that? You got to, and then you did it on live, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that hurt. That hurt. But it was the brutal, honest truth, right? I mean, we were definitely spending a lot of time trying to make the show better every single day, but we weren't putting it in front of people. And it was mainly because I didn't know. I needed to learn this skill. So I went and took a 16-week course uh, through Billy Gina's Marketing, someone who's already amazing at paid advertising, to learn the skills needed to advertise this stuff, right? Or at least to hire a team where I can be competent enough to talk to them about this stuff, right? And, and, and have some sort of uh, actual contribution or outlook or expectation of what's supposed to be um, expected from these types of campaigns. So we started doing advertising. And now we run a, an advertising campaign that is an awareness campaign, right? And so an awareness campaign, whether we're doing reach or, or, or you know, other types of things, basically the idea is simple. It's let's get our message in front of as many people as possible. We got to bring awareness that, hey, hello, we're the business bros and we exist, right? Because right now our sphere is like this small, but we can get a little bit bigger. Now, the cool things that you learn in advertising, and this is why what we do now, we do it for car wrap companies, we do it for attorneys, we do it for uh, a number of different clients uh, on the paid ad space. And a lot of it has to do with stuff like this, right? So we're advertising the podcast with an awareness campaign. And there are some people who are just automatically connected, right? And so we put out an ad and maybe it's my face, maybe it's my voice, maybe it's my personality type, maybe it's the energy, but whatever the reason is, they decided to watch our video for maybe 30 seconds or whatever it is, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute. Facebook allows you to retarget the people specifically that have already watched your stuff. And so we have retargeting ads that go out and we change the retargeting ads regularly, but there'll be different things, right? They'll be like, dude, you definitely need to watch the show. Why? Because somebody saw it the first time and then they keep seeing it over and over and over again. Then they're most likely to come over. We're building that concept of trust, that concept of visibility and credibility through paid ads. Right? So that's another option that you can use, which is the paid ads. What I also started to learn was there are actual networks out there, very similar to like Facebooks or whatever it is, Instagrams, of people who have podcasts and are looking for guests and guests who want to be on other podcasts who are looking for podcasts to be on. So there's websites like uh, matchmaker.fn. It's probably one of my favorites. There's a podcast guest. There's Podmatch. There's a Poditize. There's a lot of different sites out there. And you can spend your time hopping on these sites, register, create your profiles. Uh, on Matchmaker, where you know, I happened to, to interview the uh, one of the co-founders of Matchmaker early on when it was first getting started. And then after that, I was like, dude, this is definitely cool. I'm hopping on this thing. 
Uh, they offered like a founder's uh, price to get some money revenue so they can, you know, grow. So I paid a hundred bucks to be a quote unquote founder. And that put me at the top of the list of a lot of stuff. So when people are hopping on and they're looking for a business podcast, mine's one of the first ones they come up with because I'm a founder. I've been with the pack for a while, right? So mm-hmm. hop on these different sites and I get DMs on the regular from those, uh, from, from Matchmaker FM. And these are people who want to be on the show. So I send them the booking link. I get their information. We get them on the show. Those are great. And they come from different sites. So it's not just a podcast agent, somebody who's actively looking. Yeah, you want to build those connections as well. But use the internet the same way, right? And not just the ads, but literally create yourself profile in a lot of these places and communicate with people, right? Find them where they're looking for you. That's one of the key things. Um, And then lastly was... How do you grow your podcast? You got to make it as accessible as possible, right? When we first started, it was just audio, just audio. We weren't even going live. Then we got a little uh, information and we started going live on Facebook and we added video using our cell phone cameras. Remember that, Ham? Yep, yep, yep. The, uh, what was it called? The, uh, the system that we were using. Oh, I forgot. The The white one. Yeah, it's sitting right there. I know it's sitting right there next to you too. I put it in the garage because I haven't used it in a while. But that's a, gotcha, yeah. But gotcha. but basically, it's it looks like a like a like a it's modem. Like a router. It's like a router, like a modem. Yeah. Really, it's really but what it, it, it is. It gets all the video feeds from all your like cell phone cameras, cameras, cell phone. Like you can set it up so it can be like on a real camera. I forgot what it was called, but yeah, yeah I, I don't remember the app off my phone so long ago too. Yeah, yeah, but it gave us the capability to go live. Right. And that oh, was that was that powerful. Was cool. Live with multiple cameras. So we were able live to with multiple cameras. cameras and then getting people in the building. Like that's how you got your swag wall. That's how we got the swag wall. Like all this cool stuff. People yep. would bring it over when they would do the podcast live. It was awesome. So um, you know, being able to get distribution. So we were able to go live on Facebook. Uh, and then the pandemic happened and we could no longer get guests into the studio. Um, by studio, I mean the extra bedroom next to my bedroom, right? <laughs> That's what I meant, right? But still, counts, it, um, counts. it counts, it counts. So we were forced to go to Zoom, right? To continue our, our, our campaigns. But I saw Gary Vee doing something a little bit different. I inquired and I found this great program that you see us using now. It's called StreamYard, right? And the reason why it's cool is because I can do stuff like this. I can add cool stuff to the screen. The background itself, right? The background itself. We drop the fire intros because it allows me to do so, right? Uh, we can drop really cool video clips because we can. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Like we're literally. Interesting choice. Interesting choice, right? Oh, I just felt like. Because we can, but we're not, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> we're worthy, damn it. <laughs> We're worthy. We can do it. Now, but but like literally, the StreamYard allowed us to do a number of different things. You see, number one, it allows you to stream to multiple locations. So right now we are live on Facebook, we are live on LinkedIn, we are live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter all at the same time. Right? StreamYard has allowed us to add an intro and an outro, little cut clips in between, to add tickers that go across the bottom of your screen at any time right? Like it allowed us to do everything or a lot of what a professional production does when you see it on the news or whatever. And it allows us to do this 
for like 50 bucks a month. Right. And I think it's a little cheaper because we buy the year at a time. So I think it's like 20% off that. So it's like 40 bucks a month. Right. Like it's, it's still like to be able to do this stuff, to create a show that is not only fun, but it's like aesthetically pleasing. Like you actually can take a look at it unless, you know, you're looking at my face, which uh, I heard. heard it's got a face for radio, but that's cool. But still, like you can see everything that we put into the show. And now it's designed to not only create a cool show visually for us, but it's designed in a way so that we bring more and more value to the guests. Now people are lined up to be on the show. If you implement these strategies, right? I mean, something as simple as, you know, I don't have enough, I don't wanna spend 50 bucks a month on, on using streamer. Cool, use the free version. At, at least at the very, there is a free version. You're just gonna wanna do some distribution. You gotta make a little bit of investment in yourself. Ask people every single time who else they think is going to be on the show and would they give a recommendation? Can you make a connection? Can you network with me for a little bit? You know, make an introduction. Um, if you do got some money to throw into this thing, create a uh, an advertising campaign. Use retargeting ads. Pixel your landing page so you can retarget stuff. If you don't know what I'm talking about or you kind of know but you don't know how to do it, definitely hit me up. Businessbros.biz. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen. I'd love to help you with your ad stuff. At least we can have a conversation and see where you're at, right? What, what can we actually do for you? Or at the very least, you know, let's have a conversation so I can teach you a thing or two, bring you some value. And then when you're ready, I'll be there. Uh, and then definitely, definitely subscribe to the podcast sites, right? Those are very important. Uh, matchmaker.fm, not .com, .fm, uh, podcastguest.com, podmatch.com. Those are all great places to start. And you'll start to see more and more pop up. Once you, once you start searching for those, especially if you do it on Google. Uh, and then, uh, of course, the distribution, right? The more places you can put your stuff, the better. It's just, that's the way it's going to be. Back in the day, you know, I grew up listening to like, you know, I remember my first CD that I ever bought was Green Day. That was awesome, right? And, and I came home and played it in a five-disc CD changer that I had to plug in my speakers to because that's all I had at the time, right? Or I was playing it on my uh, on my. I can't even call it a Walkman because it wasn't Walkman. Walkman was on the cassette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the CD player that had the anti-skip. Yeah, and it didn't anti-skip nothing, it dude. It skipped skip everything. Crap. Right? But <laughs> during that time, the problem with creating content was you were limited in distribution. You couldn't get your message out to enough people. Today, you don't have that problem. Today, you got to find a way to become a little bit different, to bring the most value you possibly can, to teach or to entertain. And that's really about it. If you teach or entertain, you're gonna be successful in this thing and, and set your expectations right. I mean, if you wanna be the next Joe Rogan, understand that it's gonna take that caliber of work to do so, right? But you don't need all that. How do you make, how do you make some money in this podcast space? I use it as a prospecting tool. Every guest that is on my show is a potential client because they're mm -hmm. a business, right? I can, if they're in California, I can refer them to my insurance agency. Boom. There's some business there. Maybe they, uh, most likely what we're helping them with is creating video testimonials, their advertising campaign or creating content. Cause that's what we're good at, right? Those are, those are the opportunities and you don't need millions of followers to do so, but you know what you do need? You need to be visible. You need to be credible in order to be profitable. And right now you're sitting stuck at invisible with your business and you're wondering why nobody's coming in the door. Ugh.
I learned some of the best uh, advice ever, and it came from Gary Vee. It doesn't matter what business you're in. You're a media company first, everything else second. And that's what I'm going to be teaching these insurance agents, by the way, Ham. Dude, you're an insurance agent? No, no. You are a content creator. Like literally, this is your job is to create content for your potential guests. You want to get them in a position where they become visible. They're grateful for it. And because they're grateful for it, they're going to do some business with you. Bring the value first. And that's how you grow your podcast. That's how you advertise your podcast. That's all it takes. What do you think, Cam? You haven't been on an episode in a while. I know. And I'm just letting you go. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Uh, (laughs) I mean... I, I, I love rehashing like where we came from and, you know, all the things that we've done. And like one of the things that really stands out uh, uh, on, on all of this is just the fact that we keep doing it every day and um, it it pays off. You know, like I really believe that the work that we do does eventually pay off. And, uh, you know, the more that we put into it, the more that uh, we're, we're going to get out of it. Like you have been able to do uh, a lot from because you do this consistently because you do it every day it's not just that you're trying to improve the show you're trying to improve yourself you're trying to improve your knowledge of marketing you're trying to improve the uh, marketing strategies that you might use for yourself but also that you're going to use for other people and you're building a marketing agency now based on all of the experience that you have and you're freaking credible because you have 928 episodes worth of experience at this point, you've been doing this for a hot damn minute and people the how are listening. is important. The how is important. And you and you have that to show. Every time anybody asks, like, hey, is, is this Hernan guy legit? Hell yeah. He almost a thousand episodes on his podcast. Talk to all kinds of people that have, you know, varying levels of success in all kinds of industries. And I mean, like. We've had people on here that are like billionaires and we don't even know it at the time. You know, people that have been producers of like the top shows on Food Network and and like all kinds of crazy stuff like that. People, dude. We've talked to a lot of really cool people. We've talked to a lot of really cool people and I've had the pleasure of introducing many of them. And (laughs) (laughs) but like, you know, that that. and for for other people that are you know nervous about it, yeah, it's 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 hard to get started. But you know, you keep doing it, you keep getting better. And even if it's hard at first, and you know, just just keep keep pushing through. And like the, the insurance agents that you're talking about, same thing. It's it's hard to create content every day. And I, I I'm gonna be the first one to tell you, I couldn't even do it because insurance is is tough, man. Trying to stay on top of it, but. Uh, other people that that are like you that have you know more of the discipline and more you know are able to to really like dig into it it's so worth it i think of guys like chris green right mm-hmm. who just did nothing but create flooding videos for a year right this dude has thousands of videos now this dude has thousands of videos and he gets flown all over the country to be like a top speaker and you know he's he's unique right and he's he he's he stands out because he's done that just like he does you flood insurance like flood that's it it that is so boring dude he doesn't but do anything he but flood did an amazing job yep. he became yep. a media company and he has a poop head 
He's a poop he head. does have a poop head. He has, he has a poop hat. He's a poop head. Poop hat. He's a poop, <laughs> a poop hat. hat. <laughs> but you know, like it's it's one of those things that you're like, oh yeah, I know Chris Green, the guy that wears a shit hat. Yeah, I know that yeah, guy. I know that yeah. guy. <laughs> it works. Consistency, dude. dude. It works. Consistency, consistency is key, man. Consistency works. That's so, it, ladies and gents. That's why you know if you follow me on Instagram, one of my things that I say almost all the time is go make it happen. Because that, that's really, dude, you need to start making your way towards 10,000 hours in whatever it is that you want to be an expert in. Pick something and go make your 10,000 hours. Like, go put in the work. You're not good at it right now. Maybe you're mediocre at it right now. Maybe you got a little bit of advantage. But imagine, like, dude, I love I love a, a story. I think it was Kobe. might have been Michael. Uh, but he talks about how, like, he he sucked at basketball at 12 and by 17, like, phenom right and what was the difference he was like well most people practice you know an hour to two hours a couple times a week he's like i put in an hour two hours in the morning an hour two hours in the afternoon every single day and the that's the ten thousand hours that's how you become great at something You, you don't you're not born with the skill you develop the skill some things may become easier for you but the skill needs to be developed you need to put in the ten thousand hours Period. Case in point. And you will be. I want to learn the six step swing dance, Lindy Hop. I need to do it multiple times. 10,000 hours. Something I learned on on the cruise was the Lindy Hop swing dance. It's pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) But I got got to practice it because I suck right now. I'm terrible at it. You can get really good. 10,000 hours, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what you need to do. 10,000 hours. Speaking of hours, we're going to be off for two weeks. What? Two week vacation, so Holy uh, crap. be saying uh, sayonara right now for a few oh, weeks. I'm glad I popped in then. Yeah, dude, going on break. Uh, I'm trying to make it a point now that I've broken the three year marker. I'm still doing this every day, uh, but I have breaks in there, and they're usually when my kids are on vacation. So spring Good break call. is here. Call. And you did um, our three years. Yeah, I'm not saying we ain't gonna jump on the live every now and again because you know I just like do that. But official episodes come back after two weeks. All right. Peace out, ladies and gents. Have a great couple weeks. And uh, whatever it is you're going to do, go start making those 10,000 hours. You start with the first one. Go make it happen. Peace. And we're out. Thanks for watching the Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with the Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz and click on the Need More Customers button or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers today.